0: A beautiful morning now there once again. Welcome to the Potter's Gate online broadcast. My name is Isaiah Phillips Akeen Tola. I'm excited this morning to share this platform with you, to be part of the voice of God in the earth, to bring the counsels of God to you wherever you are this morning. Indeed, is a great delight. Welcome once again. The spirit of the Lord uh, in this season has been really impressing our, our heart to us a point of return to us that point and place where His counsel once again becomes our ultimate pursuit. And of course, this deals with our heart being ignited. Amen. Once again, with the zeal, with the fire, to live our life within the context of heaven's intention for our life. which is first to seek Christ, to make Christ our ultimate pursuit, to make Christ our ultimate desire. And within the context of searching and seeking and living for Christ, we can then begin to use that same zeal and passion to fulfill God's intentions for our life. I believe without a shadow of a doubt that we are in a day of renewal, that we are in a day, yes, of spiritual awakening. I believe we are in a day of spiritual transformation. I believe we are in a day of spiritual awakening, like I said earlier. So wherever you are this morning, as we continue to look at what this means, what this entails, amen, to be alive, to be awakened. Yes, as one who has been dead, hallelujah. As we come into the point of we living our life in the full reality of God's intentions for our day, as we begin to understand and track, amen, the reason why we have been brought into this day, I pray that that all of us, amen, will fully embrace and allow the Spirit of God to continue, amen, to impress all that is required of us, to manifest, to express, amen, to reveal and of of. of course, to showcase heaven's prophetic intentions for our life. Like I said earlier, one of the things that we are trying to uncover in this season in time is to live life within the context, amen, first of a heart that is in search, that is searching, that is seeking, that is yearning, that is longing, that is passionate about Christ. I believe without a shadow of doubt that we have not fully caught the, the the desire that the Lord will have us have, amen, for Him. I believe that the revelation of the love of God, amen, has not really fully done on us. And in every generation, if you have read history, you will know that those who actually move, amen, their generation, who move the hand of God, amen, who transform, who, 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 who brought, you know, if you will, a revolution a spiritual revolution to their day to their time where people amen whose heart whose desire whose faculty were all entrenched in searching in seeking and in pursuing Christ and I have no doubt that if we are going to see a change in our day if we're going to see God move I believe many of us if not all of us want to see God move I believe amen we all want to see the hand of God in our day I believe we want to see the power of God in our day I believe we want to see amen our street amen. Yes, you know, bowing the knees and and raising their hand towards God. I believe we want to see government bow the knees. I believe we want to see what the scripture says will come to pass. I believe that we want to see that the Bible says that before the coming of Jesus, there's gonna be a mighty, a mighty shaking that will bring people to the fold. I believe we want to see all of that, but guess what? That is not gonna happen until there is a remnant, there is a generation of people whose hearts will whose longing, whose desire, whose passion, amen, is towards Christ and Christ alone. I believe that at at the point we are in right now, to a certain degree, we've missed the priority, amen. We've missed our priority, and I'm I'm praying that God will give us a heart. This is my prayer. This is my this is my longing. This is my desire, amen. As I have a desire for the body of Christ, yes, the Lord has placed a desire in my heart for His body, for His church, amen. I love the body of Christ, and I know without a shadow of doubt, amen, that the Lord wants us to come back to that place of 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 love, of agape, and this love is not some it's not some you know uh uh, uh, you know idea it's not some if you will you know something that is just done ignorantly no this love is is the fuel this love is the fire that is going to motivate us amen to finish our assignment, David finished his assignment for his generation, hallelujah, you know, if we are going to walk, in in the power of God, I mean, when I mean the power of God, I'm not just talking about some charismatic, you know, a a, a sharia, you know, just trying to display and, and, you know, manifest something, basically trying to, uh, you know, portray something that we're not, no, I'm not just talking about a gift, I'm talking about developing a heart, a hunger, a passion, a yearning for God, this is what i'm talking about if we're gonna see that well i don't know about you i believe that our christianity amen is tagged with an expectation every generation amen has been given an assignment every generation have been given a mandate every generation has been given a calling hallelujah just like you and i have got amen our individual calling just like every church amen has got their own mandate and assignment amen so is a generation a generation has got a mandate and an assignment amen and every generation is tailor-made amen for the kind of church for the kind of community for the kind of people amen that has been assigned so i cannot complain amen about what is happening in my day this is my day if david was living in this season in time i'm sure he would do what he did in his day hallelujah so this is my day this is your day this is our time hallelujah and the lord is given to us excuse me the lord is giving to us all that it requires all that we need to represent him all that amen is is needed to become indeed a true vessel and all of that starts from the place amen of awareness of awakening hallelujah our awareness and our and and our awakening would drive us back amen to that point to that place nobody moves amen nobody moves and we've never seen a move of god in any generation Without the evident presence of Christ in the life of mortal men, check through history, check through the word of God. This is why this is not uh, some option. What we're, what we're talking about is not some option hallelujah it's a must that we must become a true carrier of christ it's a must that we must become a true carrier we must become the evidential carrier of the presence of god that's why if you have read my books Amen. All of the things that I've been talking about, I've been, you know, writing about is about bringing the church back. Amen. To the rightful place that heaven has ordained for us. It's about seeking the presence of God. Yes. It's about bringing the ark of God back. Amen. It's about calling the church back to truth. Amen. Yes. If you will, I'm, I'm a type of a, if you will, a prophetic revivalist. I'm, I'm one that is seeking, that is sounding their land, bringing people back to the place where they ought to live and function. That is my calling that is my calling and that's what i've been doing for the past 30 years amen of my mandate as the lord amen of course there were times that one missed it there were times that one you know drew away from that order but i thank god that the lord amen is restoring us we're in the day of restoration and we need to know we need to understand amen what god is restoring amen before we be- before we begin to think of so many things The Lord is restoring himself back into our life. Amen. Love is being restored back into our life. Agape is being restored. And like I said, it's from that point and place that we will will be able, amen, to do whatever we want to do. Whatever the Lord has assigned you. Whatever, amen, your calling is. Whatever, you know, a, a mandate heaven has committed into your hand. You need the zeal of God. And you need, hallelujah, the knowledge of the Holy One to do those things. And these are not something that you just get by information you will get them because you have a relationship because you have developed a heart a yearning a hunger hallelujah for God that's what I'm talking about so it's not an option if you are going to become one that is going to move your generation that God is going to use to move amen yes things in your generation if you want to see the kind of things that David did amen in your time if you want to see the kind of things that Paul hallelujah did in his time in your time if want to see the kind of testimony you want in fact if you want to become those testimony then you have to also do the things those people did and one thing that we know they all did is 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 that they had amen an unquenchable zeal a hunger a yearning a passion amen for god and that means amen a quest For his presence and a quest to know him so it is both spiritual and it's also doctrinal hallelujah you have to have a yearning to want to know to want to know god amen speaks into doctrine hallelujah doctrine is about revealing christ that's why i keep saying those who are searching seeking for some knowledge that is not translated hallelujah into a point and a place where they represent god amen in whatever area of life they've been called You know, I've actually bought into something else. To me, the knowledge of God will will set us on fire. When you begin to have a glimmer, like I said, you know, a few days ago, when you begin to have a glimmer—not even the full light, just a flicker, a flicker of light of the revelation of Christ—when that begins to dawn on your heart, you will be awakened to something. You will not be able to sleep in the night. You will give yourself, amen, yes, to prayer. You will give yourself to fasting. You will give yourself, amen, to studying the Word. You will give yourself, amen, to the nature that will allow you, yes, to represent. So issues of walking, you know, in the fruit of the Spirit would no longer be an issue of, well, I'm struggling to do it. No, all those things that we're struggling to do, amen, (laughs) basically we're trying to do them by might and power. No, what I'm saying is, first of all, there is a zeal that must come back into our space there is a yearning like i always say you know i like to use practical thing amen to 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 understand to define spiritual thing if you are truly in love with somebody you know if if you have ever been in love you know that first period that you you found this man and that's that that woman amen the both of you yes you know uh, you know found something that agree and you like you love each other you 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 see the way amen that that you 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 get connected to that person even while you are sleeping you're thinking of that person, amen, the, when you wake up in the morning, the first thing is, you're thinking of that person, yes, that's what I'm talking about it's it's that simple, it's that clear, when you're in love with somebody amen, that person takes your time, that person consumes your space, that person becomes what you live for, that person, even while you're eating, you're thinking of that person, in fact, while you're eating, you're calling that person, you want to know what that person is doing, you want to know amen, what, where that person is You you have a you have a concern for that person, hallelujah, and This is a good concern, amen. This is what I'm talking about. That until we begin to have such a desire for Christ, we will not be able to carry his presence. Hence, we can't do the kind of things, amen, that we have been assigned. You see, the things of God are are, are done in, if you will, in a systematic way. One thing leads to another. If you don't have a desire for God, you don't have his presence. If you don't have his presence, you don't have the authority and power, amen, to represent him. It's that simple. Are you getting the point that I'm making? it is that simple, so we have to know why we need to do, so when they say come to pray, when they say pray, when they say, you know, do this, do that, when they say seek the Lord, you need to have a context, you need to know why you need to do those things, amen, this is not where, uh, just pray, you know you're not praying for, you're not praying for fun you're not praying in vain, hallelujah you're praying because there is something that you want to connect to, hallelujah money, everyone, money, man of God, uh, brother Melvin, sister Tina sister Myrtle, you know Good to see everyone this morning God bless you all, all right. Are you getting it? You you, you 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 don't want that fire to die You want to keep swelling that fire That fire of passion Hallelujah It is that passion that will cause you to want to Do what the Lord, amen, will have you do You cannot live this walk, this life You cannot, amen No, you cannot please God and serve God Without the zeal of God Without the fire of God Without the presence of God Without, amen you, you have to go beyond the average this thing that people are doing out there is still on the average level if you want to see the kind of move that God, amen, yes, wants to birth in our day, if you want to become the conduit, amen, you want to become the experience of what God, amen wants to do in our day, you have to come to the place where you begin to hear the sound of heaven, you have to come to the place where you have been ignited, hallelujah by fire, you see there are two, there are two things the spirit of God is impressing upon us in this, in in this new day in this new season hallelujah one amen is to hear the sound and this is why I'm I'm using the image of a lion. Hallelujah. You need to hear the roar. You need to be awakened from the deep sleep. Many of us are still sleeping in religion. We're still sleeping in some human idea. We're still sleeping in some, you know, philosophy. We're still sleeping, amen. Capture, hallelujah, under some, you know, a, 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 you know, ignorant concept of life. We need to be awakened to, amen, the sound of heaven. There is a sound when 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 Saul of fascist fell from the mule, he had the sound hallelujah when they opened yes the, the 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 heavens in the day of the of act of the apostle there was a sound there is always a sound that accompanied the things of the spirit the sound is not just to announce but to awake and when we are awakened then we can hear the sound the bible says yes in the night the town crier hallelujah cried and declared yes the bridegroom is here friends i announce to you there is a present arrival of christ in the earth this is not for rapture this is to awaken this is to empower the church hallelujah there is a present amen presence reality of christ Within this, within this church, within this, within his people, among his people, he is walking within the candle, hallelujah, of his church in this new day. There is a presence of God in the earth, and the definition of this presence, friends, is not about dancing to our tune, it's about coming. To realign his church we've said it amen that before christ finally come there will be several comings there will be several comings of Christ before we finally enter that final dimension amen of the seven trumpets in the according to the book of Revelation When we enter that order of the seven trumpets For the finality of the coming of Christ There would have been other Sounds and trumpets You see You've got to know the the sound The message of the first Of the first trumpet, the first angel You have to know the trumpet The message of the second angel You have to know the trumpet and the sound of the third angel Hallelujah There are seven sounds that we're going to hear And I believe that we are close to that seventh one but before we get to the seventh one Where all the seven trumpets will sound Amen At a go, We have to understand this trumpet This sound This roaring Amen Yes This awakening We have to know that the portal is open And we are being invited And we say in the context of this invitation We have to be purified <laughs> Why? Because we will need to see The intentions of God because we want to know, we want to understand where God is. According to Matthew 5, the pure in heart will see God. This is not just a sight to wow us. This is a sight to realign us. This is a sight to make us, amen, a people ready to be used. Because listen, God is about to bring to past, to bring to fruition, to bring to manifestation. Yes, His intention for, for the groanings of the creation. The Bible says creation is groaning. And what we are tracking, listen, after this order, there will be other messages. There will be other dimensions of the release of the move of God. Amen. Within our life, within our space. But right now, what we are doing is we are opening the portal. We are opening, hallelujah, the portal. I pray that many, many will hear the sound of this new day. And this new this new sound, first, like I said, is awakening us from spiritual drudgery. Is awakening us from spiritual, amen? Yes, uh, 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 ignorance is awakening us, amen, from spiritual blindness. Is awakening us, amen, from spiritual amen. ignorance? Hallelujah! We are coming to light. We are being we are being brought into a day of light that light amen is as a result of the fire of god amen that has been steered in our heart you see we have to know what the spirit of god is doing there are several things god wants to do but we have to understand the process we have to understand the steps we have to understand the order yes we have to understand the order of the coming we have to understand amen the order of the coming if there is amen anything right now that the lord is emphasizing is we have to amen bring the church we have to align ourselves as the church amen to his present demand what is his present demand that you and i have a longing a yearning a passion a zeal a quest for him not just for it not just for a gift but for him I don't know for how long this sound is going to continue. But this is the sound of the Spirit. It is, when you hear this sound, it is this sound that will plunge you to fasting if they say fast. You see, there is always a direction and a motivation to the things of the Spirit. And if we don't know that context, guess what? We are not going to do it. We are not going to do it. So they are igniting, hallelujah, our heart with fire. They said, didn't our heart burn? They said, didn't our heart burn when we heard when we heard Jesus? Didn't our heart, those were the those were the testimony of the two disciples on the road to Emmaus. They said, Didn't our heart burn? Of course, their hearts, amen, had grown cold. That's why Amen. They were discouraged after he had told them, Amen, that guess what? By the third day, I'm gonna resurrect again. You see, but we forget. Didn't our heart burn? There is a burning right now. And you need to. You see, if you are still living within the context, amen, of yesterday's Christianity. If you are still living within the context of yesterday's message. You are still living within the context, amen, of yesterday's ideology of church. You will not respond. That's why God is draining us, amen, from the things from the from the ideas, even from the people, amen. Yes. That we have been in contact with dead bones. Walking. God is severe us, is bringing us to the point and place, amen, where we can connect again with His Father. That is why it seems as if, amen, this season of transition, amen, is like we're in a desert. No, like I said to you, the reason why they brought us to this point that looks like a desert is to be able to, yes, get our attention. The Lord is doing everything right now to get your attention. To get your attention. To get your attention they're drawing you away from the distraction there are so many things that looks laudable, but in fact they are distraction there are so many things that we call ministry that have become distraction amen to the to the reality to the life to the to the to the, to the glory to the presence of god that is needed for our day and the devil like it so so many things that we are doing So many things that we are involved in that sound, you know, godly, that even look godly, but in fact, they have become a distraction. And if you are not seeking, if you are not searching, you will know. You will know. You will think you are serving God. There were people who thought they were serving God, but in fact, they were actually working against, against his presence, against his glory. So I want you to understand right now, weigh what you're doing. Weigh what you're doing, amen, in the scale of God's demand for this new day. Weigh what you're doing within the scale of the prophetic voice of God. You cannot understand what God is doing if there are no prophetic sound, if there are no prophetic, amen, message. If the prophets are not doing, amen, their work because the prophets are the one that will tell us where we are, amen, within the context, amen, of God's prophetic demand for the day. And I believe that I'm still a prophet. I believe that I still carry, amen, yes, an authentic prophetic voice. I believe that I'm still speaking the mind of God to my generation. And I'm saying that if we are ever going to, amen, witness the, the kind of, you know, move, the kind of activity, the kind of things that will cause the nation to be awakened that would draw the attention of the nation amen to the ecclesia to the things of god then we have to present to god a different system a different sister a different vessel we have to wear hallelujah a new garment a garment that is soaked amen with a desire and a longing and a passion hallelujah for christ and christ alone not christ and something else We have to get that right first. We have to get that right first. We have to come back to our first love, friends. We have to return back to our first love. Not Christ and something else. Not Christ and the gifting. We need the gift. I know we need the gift. But this time around, we have to first of all, get our priority right. He's a jealous God. We cannot even begin to comprehend the depth of his love how we have understand the love of God and how we have measured the love of God cannot do in this in this glorious day. You see the point that I'm making? I'm going to the foundation. I'm going to, if you will, the footing that will a- allow us to accelerate. Oh, I know you want to hear, you know, you know, re- revelation about the kingdom of God. Oh, the revelation about the kingdom of God, amen, is connected to our hearts that is yearning for christ the revelation is a person is a is christ come they want to show us the revelation but the revelation of christ begins from a place where you have turned where you have turned many of us have not turned the lord has not caught our attention some re, some idea, some revelation amen some message have caught our idea yes has caught our attention you know we're excited about some preaching no no i'm not talking about being excited about some preaching I'm not talking about you know your 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 great your 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 best man of God. That's not no no no. Now Jesus must be, amen, the message, and he must be what you're seeking for in the message. Now I'm not talking about some gifting. I'm not talking about yeah no don't lose some prophet. No, we want to come back to the same point he brought, amen, the church of Asia to. Return to your first love. You want to deal with Jezebel? Return to your first love. You want to deal with the nation? Return to your first love. You want to evangelize the world? Well, return to your first love. You want to write 20 books on, you know, apostolic theology? Well, return to your first love. You want to teach the church? Hallelujah. How to be apostolic? Well, return to your first love. You want to teach the people how to become prophetic. You want to be prophetic. Well, return to your first love. Oh, there's a revelation. God is speaking about a new order of intercession. Well, return to your first love. You want to win the world. You want to you want to build institutions and build schools and build you know you know home, good homes and house care and whatever you all of these things that we want to do. Where well, return to your first love? He says. How passionate are you about Christ? You see, this is this is not a popular message. Paul said when I come to you, I do not come to you in the eloquency and the wisdom of men. That's what we have exchanged, all kinds of things we have exchanged for Christ. Our, our pulpit and pews are filled with all kinds of alternatives. Our homes are filled with all kinds of alternatives, our hearts for Christ has been has been thrown out of our churches our worship has become something else we're no longer worshipers of christ we worship the music we worship the sound we worship the feeling when we do things we no longer do it because we want to do it for christ we do it because of what we want to get out of christ Whatever we do, there's always a motive behind it that contradicts a heart that that is in that is in search for Christ. You know what I'm talking about? Come on. I'm just a town crier. I'm a voice of one in the wilderness. Heaven is scrutinizing our motives. We do things to please men Where men please us Rather than God pleasers. If If we're not going to get something Out of it, we're not involved If it's not going to promote us And promote our ministry And promote our so called idea If that thing is not going to Put us on a pedestal if, if that thing is not going to promote Our idea, we're we are not involved the Lord said to me yesterday night, You have not Love until you have given yourself. I wrote it down somewhere. I put it down somewhere. I'm just paraphrasing. You have not truly Love until you have given of yourself. Love is to give of yourself. It's not to, you know, to give something that you have, it's to give yourself. See christ gave himself he didn't just give a gift he didn't just give something about himself you know there are a lot of things that we have that we can give a lot of if you come to my house i've got a lot of books that i can give at least that's one thing i know i've got (laughs) of course i've got so many but that's not what the lord is saying to love is to give of yourself you will continue to give yourself until one day that is you have given everything you've given all of yourself oh i i i pray you will get this one day hopefully if you want to see change happen you have to give and you can't give of that which is not good nobody's going to accept it so the best of yourself is what you're given you know the image is Uh, you give part of yourself today you give, you give, you give one day, there's nothing else there's nothing left, you've given all Uh, when you have given all then you have all of Christ we're talking about igniting the fire the fire is the zeal you need the zeal to balance the knowledge and you need the knowledge to accommodate the zeal you need to know you need to hear the sound of the spirit you need to rediscover how to journey to the place of hunger you and I need to rediscover I'm not talking about some feelings Oosh, I feel something no an authentic and authentic pursuit an authentic you see when you encounter god all kinds of things in your life that are hidden will be exposed you don't need you don't need somebody to come and deliver you the more you expose yourself to the light to the fire they'll be showing you the flaws in your life and there'll be all kinds of weeping because you want those things out of your life You want those things out of your space. The lies, the pride, the arrogance, the prejudice, the fear, the insecurity, the denial. You see, all of those things, they will expose to you, to you. They they bring, that's why so many people are afraid to come into this order because they have an idea what this is going to do to them and the reason why they are afraid is because they have no clue of what they can do when they have come into light when they have been purified when they have been cleansed when they have heard the sound they have no clue this is not a day to deceive yourself there are some that will connect to this, you know, broadcast just to deceive themselves, not to deceive me, not to deceive me. I can't be deceived. The end will justify who is in fact searching, who is seeking, who is a man desperately in need of god you see when you come to this order that i'm talking about you're no longer moved by who listens or who doesn't listen who connects or who doesn't connect who is there always not there no that doesn't move you again you're no longer living for popularity you're no longer living yes for the opinions of men you're living within an atmosphere that you know that there is one who sees you and everything you do before him counts Of course what you do before men counts but what you do before him first counts. because when he is pleased guess what? He will draw all men. He will draw all men. He said if I be lifted up I will draw men. We've lift all kinds of things up about him but we are yet to lift him up. We've lift giftings our callings, even our anointing, our influence, positions, our message. We've lift all kinds of things up. He said, but if I, how many times have you heard a message that is focused on lifting Christ up? The things we do, are they actually lifting Christ up? Are we passionate about making Christ known? Basically, lifting Him. You see, when you when you lift Christ up, people will see less of you because you are lifting Him up. People will see less of you. I want people to see less of me. In fact, I don't want to be known, but I want to magnify Christ in everything that I do. I want to check my motive before i enter i want to make sure that my motive is aligned to lifting christ up regardless of your idea your belief your opinion it does not matter i just want to lift christ up friends this is what has been systematically taken from the church in the past three four decades we've left Christ. We've been talking about Christ, but we are not talking to Christ. We talk about Christ alone, we, we, oh yeah, but we have left him. That's why our lives seem to be full with all kinds of pain, sorrow, disappointment, false expectations, insecurity. Why? Because the one who gives us Hallelujah. Identity. Who gives us security. Who gives us a power and position to represent him. We have left him behind. And we are talking around him. But we're not talking to him. We're not talking to him. We want to be ignited. And we want to maintain the fire. of searching, of seeking, of living for him. Friends, this is the call. This is the sound of awakening. This is the portal that is open. And there are people right now all across the earth who are hearing this sound and are responding accordingly. Wherever people whose hearts are in search, whose hearts are in, in, you know, in, in, in the point and place of, you know, really hungry for God. They will tell you that this is what the Lord is saying. And I thank God that I have heard one or two people, amen, confirm this. People that one can count as vessels, instruments in the hand of God. Thank you, Jesus. Lord our hearts search for you we quest after you we run after you we hunger after you we long for you like David says you are my God earnestly I will seek you earnestly earnestly passionately Desirously I will seek you my soul thirsts for you my body yearns for you my body my faculty my mind my soul my thoughts my desire yearns for you in a dry and weary land in a dry and weary land have you seen how dry and how weary our day is did you see the dryness the weariness of the society in the midst of that dryness and weariness David says earnestly I will seek you I told you a few days ago how did noah how did noah did it in a day of great corruption what what a level of perversion in the day of noah where humans are going into intercourse with falling spirits where the powers of darkness emerging with human beings and their are birthing things that is causing others to wonder to wow in the midst of that Noah did not just build something different but he also lived a life that reflects the standard of God before his family That no member of the family of Noah was captured. I thought that was the greatest miracle. I thought that was the greatest miracle. That the miracle of Noah was not just the fact that he built an ark. For 121 years thereabout, But the fact that he was able to guard his household. To keep his family sane in the day of insanity. I thought that was the greatest miracle. Now how did he do it? That the influence of darkness could not penetrate his household. Could not quench his fire. You know, a lot of people today are afraid. Many people are afraid of what is going on in the world. Hey, the devils are getting more sophisticated. They want to take our children, they want to corrupt our children, they want to pervert our children with all these so-called things we are seeing and we are hearing and we are watching. There's an agenda out there to capture your children, to capture you, you that you're walking in the marketplace. I was telling my wife yesterday that the marketplace is no longer the way we used to know it. Where you just go and work, all right, for salary. No, 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 no. They are introducing philosophies, ideologies, amen, that will capture your soul. So you're no longer just working for a company. They want to own you. They want to define who you are. They want to define. You no longer have, you know, a work life and then, you know, your own private life. No, no. That is gone, you know, (laughs) post-COVID. You understand? The, The world system, amen, wants to know what is going on in your house. And they want to have a say regarding, amen, how you think. Yes, where you go, what you do. You understand? Your value system, your lifestyle. They want to have a say into it. They want to know, amen, what unlocks yes your passion what is your passion we want to give you something amen that you can do within the workplace amen (laughs) yes that speaks into your passion so it's not just about making money again if you are all about just making money then you are deceived you are captured you don't understand the nature of the day that we have been brought into yes yes babylon we're seeing the manifestation of the spirit of babylon Babylon is not just about giving you food, putting food on your table. They also want to dress you. Hallelujah. Yes, they want to name you. They want to give you a name. So they take your real name and they give you a different identity. How did Noah did it to the point that those fallen spirits, those fallen beings, those fallen angels could not penetrate his household? To me, I thought that was the greatest miracle Beyond the fact that he built, hallelujah, an ark After all, that ark, amen, was for his family It's not enough to build something physical You have to build something in the spirit That has become a dome That has become, hallelujah, a safe zone now even while you are not there they are covered this is what we are talking about when we talk about divine ignition when we talk about being ignited when we talk about the fire of God Amen. that the eyes of God are there you know is watching your, your family, your children that wherever you are you know you cannot be corrupt, that's what I'm talking about, that when you are truly ignited by fire that when they call you and say, come, eat of the king's delicacy, you say, sorry, it's not part of me to do. It's not, it's not part of us to do. We have our own Amen. diet me- meal. Hallelujah. We have our own meal that we eat of. Huh? How can you refuse the king's food? You have to understand what is going on. I'm not just calling you to, you know, to be zealously foolish. No, I'm saying this zeal is what would define your your sense of intelligence. People may call you blind, foolish, fools. They may laugh at you. But guess what? You know what it takes to maintain your position, to maintain your cause, to maintain your identity. You know, That if you don't seek the face of God, you will lose your mind. You know that that if you don't seek the will of God, you will compromise. It's only a matter of time. And I'm not just trying to scare you. I'm not, no, no. I'm saying that you need to be in that position where you build your spirit again. Such that, amen. As you continue to develop your spiritual life becomes your default operating system. It becomes your default operating system <clears throat> that has to be rebuilt. Like I said, in the past 30, you know, 30 years, three decades, the enemy has done a good job, amen, of nullifying, of weakening, amen, of compromising our sense of spirituality and many leaders, many church leaders, bought into it we have invited all kinds of foreign spirits into the house of God and into the things of God that has made the people of God anemic, weak blind we have no sense of our true identity again so I'm saying for us to get it's not gonna happen in a day if you're ever gonna think well i'm just gonna press a button and suddenly i'm back i'm back to the place i used to be oh well i'm back to that dimension of a life that I, you know i just know the things of god sorry it's not gonna happen you have to build it we have to build it we have to daily like no i build that act we have to build our spirit man the act is within our spirit today the act we are building is within our spirit we have to build it we have to build it the bible says yes building up your, your, your yourself on your most holy faith praying in the holy spirit building up yourself on your most holy faith praying in the spirit that's why i like to do that you know uh uh, uh, uh you know sessions that i call you know building your spirit we just pray in tongues i just pray in tongues for an hour plus and just put it on you know on 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 a record and put it out there for people because some people just need that Somebody can pray in tongues for an hour plus two hours non-stop. Wow. Okay. Maybe I can also do it. So it, 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 it's, it's, to, it's to ignite you. It's to steer you to be able to do it. Because some people say, I can't do it. Well, if you listen to me do it, then maybe that will encourage you. Earnestly, I will seek you. If you're not in the, in the zone of understanding why you need to seek God earnestly you're not going to seek him if you have not been awakened to an awareness why you desperately need him you won't you won't seek him you see you have to be you have to come to the point of discovering of uncovering your need for God your need for Christ your need for truth your need hallelujah to search, to seek him So you can find him You have to be awakened unto it When you look at what is going on in the world When you look at even your the condition of your own life It should awake you to say Wait, I cannot continue like this Like the prodigal son He was a son He became prodigal I said he was a son According to Luke 15 He was a son But he became prodigal So he's a son is a prodigal son but we want to remove that prodigal nature. So he said, "I'm gonna return, and I'm not gonna continue to feed on this on on this mess. I'm not gonna continue to live with pigs. Living with pigs is a is a is symbolic of living with demons. Allowing demons to have a thrill day over your life. Allowing demons to be the one, amen, to guide you, to lead you." after he had squandered everything he began to feed on pigs food could that be what is taking place in the church today I have no I have no doubt that that is where many of us were, and some of us are still there feeding on pigs food feeding on food Of those who just come and and, present to you all kinds of things that they call food. I'll say it again. When you live under ministries and ministers who have no time for God and the things of God. And they come and present to you some food. And you think you are ever going to grow and you are ever going to have a passion for God. You lie. What you eat becomes a reflection of your life you are your diet your life is a reflection of your diet he was feeding on pig's food even though his father has enough well because he's made a decision well because he left his father's house well because he thought he was mature enough well because he thought he was ready for ministry well he thought yeah i can handle the world system well he thought well with what i have i have so much resource ah, the world will consume that resource in one day there is no money there is no power there is no influence that you have if it's not connected to christ i'm telling you the world amen will show you how you can quickly finish that resource in one day he squandered everything that was his inheritance he squandered it he lived the prodigal life according to the scripture you know what it means to live a prodigal life to severe yourself from from you know from your father to severe yourself from the presence of god to severe yourself amen from a point and place where you are covered amen I'm not talking about the covering of a man now I'm talking about the covering of God he would dwell in the secret place of the most High. shall abide under the shadow of the almighty then you can say hallelujah you have no power of declaration you have no power hallelujah of of proclamation if you are not living perpetually under the wings of the almighty Whatever you say, amen, is as good as just words. It has no power. It has no life. It has has no authority. Nobody listens to one who is not connected, hallelujah, yes, to the presence of God. That's why you need to read my book on the presence of God. We have to understand that the presence of God, amen, makes a big difference in our life. When you're praying, you pray for an increase of the presence of God in your life. Honestly, I seek you. My soul thirsts for you. My body yearns for you. For you to get to the point where your body is yearning for God. Oh, you've done a good job. Amen. Yes. On dealing with that rascal called the soul. Are you getting it, friends? My soul yearns for you. I pant for you. I long for you. As the deer pants for the water. So my soul pants for you. Are you getting any friends? In a dry and a weary land where there is no water. What we need is water. What we need in this season, friend, is water. We need the water of the living God. We need the water of God, amen, in a dry land, in a weary land, in a barren height. We need to be refreshed. Come on. You and I need, once again, to be refreshed. David says, my soul yearns for you. In a dry and a weary land where there is no water, his soul is yearning. In a land where there is no water, yet his soul is yearning for God. Do you know that? Do you know what that means? That's powerful. That's you know, that's like a contradiction. Uh, baby, can you bring him? Hello. <laughs> hey, somebody's coming to say hello this morning say hello to the people say hello say i just woke up tell tell them your name my name is zadok is the priest of the most high (laughs) amen take him oh well that's that's a new one right (laughs) hallelujah (laughs) Just in love with the boy. (laughs) Yeah, Sister Martha say, Hello, Zadok. Amen. Sister uh, Tina also say, Hi, Zadok. Yeah. We're a family. Yeah. Are you getting the friends? I just felt I needed to just, you know, show his face. I don't know for what reason. But we move by the leading of the Spirit. Amen. In a land where there is no water... In a a dry and a thirsty land where there is no water, my soul yearns for you. I'm questing after you, amen. (laughs) Brother Melvin also said the whole family is saying, Good morning, Zadok. Thank you, Brother Melvin. Thank you, everyone. Yeah, he's a sweet boy. He loves to pray when I'm praying. I like to pray with him. He loves to pray, he loves the presence of God earnestly i seek you my soul thirsts for you my body my body his body there is speaking of his faculty you know where your mind your imagination your conscience you understand yes your will everything in you start yearning for god and then you know that you have conquered my body is yearning i mean come on we know what normally we yearn in this point is the soul is the soul that is yearning for something no, David, David said, this is why Bible says David is 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 one after God's heart. You see, friends, God cannot have two standards. There can't be a different standard for David and then there's a different standard for us. No. And like I said, this is not an idea. Well, David is in the Old Testament. When, well, if we're in the New Testament, we should even do better. We should go beyond. Amen. Because we have the grace. David didn't have the kind of grace that we have. When David was doing these things, Jesus had not died. But there was something in David, amen, that would not just let go. Are you getting it, friends? Heaven is steering us. They are steering us. This is a message to spur us, to steer us, amen, to keep our hearts, yes, in that dimension of quest, of yearning. Whatever you're doing, you're driving your vehicle. You're going to work, amen. Yes, you're you you you're going for a business. You're going for you know a, a, you know a, a job somewhere. You're going you know to a client. Make your heart, make your heart yearn after God. I'm telling you, you can go to God. You can excuse me, you can go to work with God, and you will see how productive, how effective, how efficient you will be. That's for somebody. You know, you know how Babylon can easily quickly take over your mind when you're at work, but you go to work with God. Say, Well, this morning I'm going with you, Lord. You go to you go, go to uh, you know, go to school. Maybe you're teaching, or maybe you're a student. I like to tell my children every morning you pray. My children don't leave the house without praying because the person driving you to school does not have the control. You understand? <laughs> the teacher in the school, I mean, not too long ago, a few weeks ago, a boy in the school was literally fighting the teacher. Because, you know, that's a melting point. The school is a melting point. Just like a workplace is a melting point. People, people come amen, with all kinds of spirit. Can you imagine? A student, grade 5 student, wanting to punch the teacher. This boy's got a problem at home. So you think, well, you just go to school, you send your children to school, well, just go to school. No, all kinds of things can happen. There are demons, powers, principality, wicked spirit all around. And they don't care if they are children, they will use them. So I, I let my children pray. They dare not go to school without praying and studying their Bible every morning. When I'm here doing, you know, a broadcast, I make sure that they pray, they seek the face of God. Sometimes when I'm not broadcasting, then I pray with them. and Then we look at the word together. You understand? We This is what we're talking about. We want to raise a generation, hallelujah, that know the value of seeking God. I, I keep telling them. I tell my son. You are nothing without God. You can never achieve anything. You will never become anything in life without God in your life. Without the reality. I I, I, have, I have instilled that. He needs to know that. The same I tell my daughter. You don't read the Bible. You don't study the word of God. What, what do you want to become? There's a spirit out there, amen, that will capture you. Yes. That, that will take you, you know, and, and make you a sweet. I'm not creating fear in you but I'm telling you the reality you're growing one day that is not gonna be there again I'm not gonna be there so you need to know you need to be prepared just like David prepared his son Solomon he said that guy don't 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 don't, don't take your eyes off him you gotta be you've got to know that there are enemies out there amen and it's not for you to be focused on them it's for you to know that you have a power you have an authority yes that surpassed them in fact that was what i was trying to you know express earlier on and the people say oh there's a spirit out there that wants to destroy us oh no 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 how did noah did it he was living the bible says amen noah was discovered hallelujah to be a righteous man why because he lived the life that honored god within the chaos within the mess within the disruptions amen within well uh escom there's no light within amen is ramaphosa is gonna be there or is it gonna be removed within all of the things that is happening amen and within the schemings and the wiles of the past of darkness within all of that amen noah lived the life the honor of god i want to know how noah did that don't you want to know I want to know how Noah succeeded how Noah was not captured and corrupt and I want to know how Noah Amen. you know released his governmental authority to watch over his family we know that there were other families in the scripture that 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 were not that you know you know secure in terms of you know the leadership of the father somebody like Lot he was a father but look at what his children did so we we can look at the scripture and find example but we want to be able amen to live our life in the context of god's hand of god's protection yes and we're saying that we we need to develop a passion for god see those who honor me he says i will honor when you honor him honor him means to put him first during our fasting we came up with the word kingdom first. Not second. I know you seek the kingdom, but you seek him hallelujah, seek that kingdom after. You seek that kingdom secondary. No, kingdom first. First in time, first in space, first in rank. Kingdom first. Not you. Not your desire, not your passion, not your idea. Kingdom first. If you put God first, if you honor God, amen. Like I said, honoring God means to put Him first in everything you do. Lead me, Lord. I'm going out. I'm not praying in fear, but I'm asking you to guide my step. In case there is something you will have me do on this on this journey, on this road, I don't want to miss it. Incline my ears to your voice. Align my heart to, to to hear you, to fear you. Have you read that scripture? According to uh, 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 Psalm 11. In fact, let me see if I can read that scripture. Thank you, Jesus. With all wisdom. Excuse me. I'm just trying to get my Bible here. I want to read Psalm 11 because this is very, very cru- crucial for us. Amen. Thank you Holy Spirit. <clears throat> Isaiah. Oh. Now listen to Isaiah 11 very important, a shoot will come up from the stem of Joseph from his root a branch will bear fruit, the spirit of the Lord will rest on him this is what we are looking for, the spirit of the Lord will rest on him the spirit of wisdom, I want you to note this You you need wisdom in your workplace right, you need knowledge, you need understanding your workplace, well it's a spirit that comes from God this is where I teach people in the marketplace. You, That thing that you need, hallelujah, yes, to function, to be effective, to be productive, yes, to, to, to develop new skill. It comes from God. The spirit of the Lord will rest on him, the spirit of wisdom, the spirit of understanding, the spirit of counsel, and might. Remember, we looked at that the last time. Blessed are those whose strength is in the Lord. The spirit of might power comes from god and you need it Who told you don't need power in this last day don't de-emphasize power because you want to amen emphasize doctrine you need both doctrine and you need authority he gave them authority he said go therefore i'm giving you power go the power is the ability amen to establish amen to stand against what is contrary amen, to challenge, amen, the status quo amen, to alter, amen yes, that which has become accepted and the norm power, amen, comes and say sorry, we're changing things here the reason why you need power and authority is because there's a spirit, there are powers there are principality, there are satanic spirit, amen, who wants who wants to maintain things the way they are, no, you come, you say no, sorry, they say, who do you think you are well, you will know (laughs) you understand you shift things you can't you can't shift things via doctrine alone you need doctrine you need to have insight you need to have understanding but you need power the bible says yes how god anointed jesus christ the father anointed his son with the holy spirit and with power who went about you need power to engage babylon today you need power amen yes to convince your boss you need power hallelujah to make people see things in the right way you need power hallelujah sometimes in fact most time you need power to help your children see this is not a power of force this is a power of the spirit and i realize that as a father amen <clears throat> that rather than you know you speak a lot to your children why don't you pray pray those things you want to see change in their life pray it into their life Pray it into their life. As my daughter is growing up, and there are things I'm praying into her life. I'm praying that she will not make mistake. I'm praying for my son that they will not make mistake because you have they have friends in school who influence them. Uh, you understand? These are things you cannot avoid. But I can pray because I, can, I'm not going to be asking every day. So what happened in school? You understand? You know. So who, who did you play with? I mean, come on. That, you will be infringing on their, you know, on their privacy but you know that there are relationship that you, uh, yes it's unbecoming you know there are places there are things that they will do that is not right but guess what you 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 can you can you can in the spirit hallelujah take charge because you're a priest a priest has got power so i pray for them i pray that jemima your heart your mind is bound to the will of god you will do the will of god you will not go astray wrong spray will not lead you wrong friends will not lead you to do the wrong thing you will not connect to the wrong people yes i'm here but i'm praying and i'm asking the lord yes to to watch over 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 her i'm asking the lord lord watch over samuel watch over my other children amen yes that's my prayer you you have to you listen you also don't want to just embarrass them about certain things but they're growing and their world is totally different from your world but you can address them in the spirit you need power God increase my power increase my sense of authority yes God anointed him <clears throat> yes with the spirit of power the spirit of might hallelujah The spirit of the Lord will rest on him. The spirit of wisdom. The spirit of understanding. The spirit of counsel. The spirit of might. The spirit of knowledge. The spirit of knowledge and the fear of God. Not just the spirit of the knowledge of the fear of God. The spirit of knowledge. Knowledge is a spirit. The fear of God itself is a spirit. Did you see that? The spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. To be awakened to the sense of the presence of God. Hey, God is in this place. I know I'm not supposed to say that. No, I'm not supposed to do that. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to cheat. Ah, That comes from God. That is a spirit. Babylon has a way, amen, of making you lie. They call it white lie. Babylon has a way, yes, of, of compromising your values. Babylon, you, you, ah, no, 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 nobody, no. Wait, wait until you get before certain powers, before certain kings, before certain authority. You will find yourself lying. You are aware that you're lying, but you can't. You can't. You can't stop it. Why? Because uh, you know that that is how things work. The spirit of the Lord, the spirit of the fear of the Lord. Listen to this. He would delight. This is the result of one that has been ignited, that has been that has been empowered, that has been stirred by the fire. He would delight in the fear of the Lord. We need it in this last day. You know, like I know that the fear of God is out of the church. And that's why people can come up with all kinds of things. That's why we can have people like Bushiri. And uh, that one they call prophet Angel. And his son. You see all the things they are doing. I mean, it's crazy out there. Yes. And so many of them, they can start a church just to scheme people. They're not starting a church. They're starting an organization. And they call it all kinds of names. You see. The the spirit of the fear of God. When you know that, wait wait a minute. This people belongs to God. I can't do this. I can't I can't take advantage of the people. That's me. I can't take advantage. You know, uh, uh, I'm in need of some you know uh, you know uh, few you know uh, few 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 runs to do certain things. And I thought of hey maybe I should call this. And I, and I, I said no Lord. Well, you have to put in the heart of people. I, because I don't want people to think well this guy you know uh, he, he's just taking advantage of us no Lord you know the need you know the need I'm te- talking to you about the need so why don't you speak to somebody to be a blessing so that I can do what I need to do I, I, you cannot amen just take power into your hands and say well after all this is no, no 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 it doesn't work like that Lord you are my expectation you are my hope you know what I need You know I need to fix this thing. And you know how much I need. And I'm asking you about it. So Lord, you work it out. You will delight in the fear of the Lord. It's a manifestation that you have come into a new day when your heart starts delighting in the fear of God. Because the fear of the Lord is what opens you up to the things of the Spirit. the the fear of God opens you up amen to the portals of the spirit if you don't have the fear of God sorry they won't allow you in because you would trivialize the things of God that's the essence of the fear of God it gives you a sense of awe it gives you a sense of reverence you bow people who don't know how to behave in the presence of God have you seen people go to church in the midst of worship they are like this and you know that this guy is rich. This guy is, is an influential person. They just go, uh, I'm like, in the presence of God. Well, not when I'm a pastor. When I'm a pastor and you come to church and you're folding your hands, I will let you know why your hands need to be lifted up. They're looking around. It's like, oh, all right. Isn't, this, isn't just this God, I am at the presence. Oh, well, uh because they know how the men of God behave we have to as men of God if you are watching me as men of God, as women of God as people who have a place in representing the things of God we need once again to raise the bar the standard, hallelujah of the presence of God by how people look at our life my life should be a reflection a standard to you a man of God came to Nigeria back in the days in fact, they came from South Africa. Some apostles. You know, and uh, we're in a place. It was a time of worship. So, I was deep in worship. I went on my knees. And I was just deep. When I'm worshiping God, I don't see nobody. I don't even know if I'm in the church. I am just I just carry on. I just, I was just expressing my love. I was pouring my heart to the Lord in worship. So when we finish and everything and we were just chatting with this man of God, he said to me, he said, you know, I'm so moved by your, by your way of worshipping God. Very few people express worship the way you express. I mean, you're a man of God. You, you The way you go on your knees. I said, well, I'm before my king. I'm before my Lord. Who am I not to do that? I'll be foolish not to do that. Well, I know what he's talking about. Because, amen, when we come to the church, in fact, we, we dress so dignified that our dressing will prevent us from worshipping God. A sister that come to church, amen, with, you know, with uh, with mini micro or micro mini skates. You understand? How do you go on your knees if you want to worship God? I mean, there are certain things. There are certain ways you cannot express yourself to God, amen, because you, you know what you're going to be causing. You're going to cause another brother to fall, other sister to fall. You understand? All of this, they matter. Oh, he says it doesn't matter. They do matter because it's not just about you. It's also about other people. You can come to God to, to, to God and to the presence of God, and half of your body, amen, is open. I see this going on today, even among some of the ladies who call themselves, you know, you know, Christians, pastors, you know, wife, a prophet's wife, prophets. This, you understand? You see half of their bodies naked, and you and you say you're worshiping God. Which God are you worshiping? Which God are you worshiping? Hallelujah. If your common sense cannot tell you that you know the way you're dressing, amen, is unbecoming. You can you can't make other people fall just because you know you want to express liberty. That in fact that is not liberty. That's stupidity and that's foolishness. And that tells us, amen, your level of spirituality. And and I'm shocked that your husband cannot even tell you that, wait a minute, you're not dressing the right way. If you can't, if if the Holy Spirit, if you if you are if you have seared your spirit, your heart to the point that you cannot listen to the Holy Spirit to tell you, ah, you don't dress like that. That's not grace and that's not liberty. That's foolishness. And we're seeing it happening. And it tells us these people are just insecure. But what I'm saying is we have to wake up and realize that, hey, we got this one life to live. And this life must glorify God in everything that we do. Do you know that it's not enough to present yourself the way you want to present yourself? how people perceive you also matters when it comes to you know presentation when it comes to worship when it comes to the house of God amen you dress in such a way that you as a man of God amen you cannot go on your knees you cannot lift your hand you cannot you know express love and worship to God how do you expect your fellow you know our members and followers to do the same no they will not they will not so these are things the Lord is restoring back. I'm rounding up. <laughs> what is God doing through this message? There's a sound, there's a call. There's a place they're calling us to. There's a spirit that is being ignited. There's a roaring. I hope you are you are you are listening to the roaring of the lion. When it's time to preach doctrine, we preach doctrine. But this period in time is for us to be awakened again to the zeal of God, to the passion of the Spirit. It's for us to hear that our heart must long for God, that there must be a quest in us, that there must be a hunger in us for God and for God alone. Christ must be exalted in us. His will and His purpose must be established in us. This is the mandate. This is the cry of the Spirit. This is what will take you to study and pray and meditate and live for Him in anything and everything that you're doing. Hallelujah. Well, so much has been said once again this morning. I believe that your spirit and my spirit has been ignited with the fire of God once again. Thank you for joining me this morning. My love and appreciation to everyone. Amen. That have joined us this morning, particularly... um, My dear brother, man of God, you know, Apostle Godfrey, thank you so very much. Thank you, sir, for joining us this morning. We really appreciate it. May God continue to bless you and your household. Thank you, uh, Brother Mervyn, also for joining. Sister uh, Tina, amen. God bless you. And, of course, Sister Myrtle, thank you so very much, everyone, for joining. Uh, My dear uh, brother... Oyewale Solomon, thank you so much also for your comments and joining this morning. We appreciate everybody that has joined us and of course my dear sister uh, uh, Sherilyn T. God bless you. It's nice to see you join again this morning. God bless you so very, very much everyone and thank you all for you know uh, uh just saying hi to zadok <laughs> i just thought i needed to just you know uh, uh show his face god bless you all really appreciate it it's a beautiful day we thank god for what the spirit of the lord amen is doing in our day i'll see you again hopefully tonight or tomorrow morning god bless you have a wonderful day bye